Uh, and yes, it's that time of day again. It is the VHS podcast back once again. And we have the content conquistador herself. Easy Amy for you to say. It, that wasn't that wasn't easy. That wasn't easy for me to say, trust me. Yourself, I had no involvement in this. <laughs> yes, Mr. Doyle is here first in the house. Nice one, Mr. Doyle. My my brother from another mother, my my little my little Scottish haggis. I love you. <laughs> would you say that haggis is something you love? Because I personally wouldn't. Uh, oh, mate, I love haggis. It's um, it's uh, it can be a bit too much sometimes. It's it's you um, you need kind of small amounts uh, for it. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's a fantastic fantastic dish. Stephen is here as well. Good stuff. We'll dive into some questions shortly. Don't forget, guys, if you've got any uh, any questions for um, Amy or myself, please uh, feel free to pop them in the uh, the comment section down below and we'll see if we can get them we'll see if we can get them answered julius is here as well good stuff people are starting to filter in this uh, this makes me this makes me happy <laughs> show us your uh, you've got a uh, i think you've, you've got a uh, starbucks coffee down on the desk that's, that's okay it's no, big to my head no 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 product placement involved no i really am not getting paid for this i'm not getting paid for it but you know what it's really good it's really good <laughs> it does look good. Okay, right. Let's dive in to some questions. <laughs> um, how did you get started on LinkedIn? How did you discover it? How did you come across it? Did someone sort of recommend it to you or, or what, what happened? That is precisely what happened. So I'm only a young'un. LinkedIn wasn't the place that I was dying to be. But um, I started working for a company called Breakout Media in Stockton. And my boss, Mike Lewis, has generated most of his business, essentially built it on LinkedIn. Um, so he knew just how powerful it was, absolutely loved it. So he wants his stuff on there, obviously, just so he can have his team bantering on with each other, show a little bit of, of work love. Um, so he trained us on it. Uh, and that's how I actually fell in love with the platform. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a really beautiful place to, to hang out, and I think um, people have a lot of preconceptions. Hi, Anton, how you doing, mate? Um, people have a lot of preconceptions about what they think LinkedIn is, and when you actually start seeing some of the um, you know bigger, better content creators on the platform, oh yeah, you, you kind of get it's like, well, this is a is is a proper you know grown up social media platform. It's, oh, one hundred percent. But I, when I told my friends that I was like, oh, I found LinkedIn. I'm really enjoying it. I'm. <laughs> I know. Like we're just on Twitter. We're scrolling TikTok. What are you doing? Yeah, people, people, they still don't get it. They're still like, it's like this weird kooky corner of social media that, no, that it is. don't get. They're like, you know, you, you know, when you say social media, you think, oh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. You think all the all the big ones. You don't think. You don't automatically think LinkedIn. Mm. It's but like it's um, the radar, which is a good thing. Yeah. It's like all yeah, the yeah. those have found it, and now we're all, we're all just on here chatting utter garbage, leaving <laughs> the LinkedIn guys to just deal with it. <laughs> hey, how do you think this show exists? This is oh, this well. is me talking utter garbage for thirty minutes every week, and it seems well, we, to work. We, well, you're welcome, LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, how much time do you spend on your content? Are you, are you one of those people that kind of really kind of meticulously sort of map it out the week in advance? Because obviously you, you do content for a living for other clients, or are you quite sort of off the cuff? How, how does your how does your content work? <laughs> 
So I've got a perfect balance. My personal content is completely off the cuff. I love storytelling and I get out and about during my day. So if I've got something funny that's happened at Starbucks, I've dropped my coffee, which happens way too often. Something's happened at the gym. I'd love to use that sort of stuff for my content. And you can't really plan that months in advance because, you know, stories happen when they happen. But for clients, when we're writing blogs and we're... um, we're figuring out content for them. We've got like a six month content strategy. So we'll research them well in advance. Nice. Okay. So it's yeah, slightly, slightly different for, for you than it is to your, uh, your clients. Um, it's social media, isn't it? And social media is yeah. reactive. It's responsive. If you're planning stuff too far in advance, it just isn't going to suit the tone of the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have to be reactive uh, and it's a, it's a hungry beast as well. We know that oh, you yeah. never feed um, social media enough. It will just keep asking for more and more and more content. So it's, it's, there's, there's never enough to feed it. The LinkedIn algorithm is one hungry beast. It is, yeah, it is. Um, I think I don't, I don't know. I, I think it was James Clutterback actually. He did. Um, he literally. I, I thought the cheese had slid off his cracker at one point, but he ended up doing uh, one day on the platform. He ended up doing a video every single hour on the platform, and I was like, "Dude, like, how are you not dead?" Like, at the end of the day, it was just like you could tell. He was like, it was like watching him sort of deteriorate over the day. <laughs> <laughs> he needs one of these coffees. Get a start. Up as big as your head and you'll manage it'll be fine <laughs> it was phenomenal it was it was some of the best content i've ever seen on the platform it's so good um uh why do you think uh people don't still don't kind of understand the concept of social media and sort of producing content and controlling the content they put out and, and having conversations with their potential customers do you, do you still think it's kind of a dark art thing well i think social media when you think about it it's all about relationship and they don't directly translate into money. It, it's not yeah. it's not a an asset that you can just put like a set amount on. Relationship is it's responsive. As I've said, it's reactive. Like you need to be present, but you can't put a certain amount of money on that. So return on investment. It's a little bit of a funny thing for companies to consider. And actually yeah. being able to measure what you're generating from social media isn't the easiest thing in the world. Not, not always. It's so worthwhile. It is so worthwhile, but you need to know what you're doing. You need to be prepared to let younger people take the reins instead of focusing on marketing managers that have 20 years experience, you know, newspaper. They don't ads. understand. Yeah, don't understand. <laughs> Clearly don't understand social. No, yeah. TikTok, like what's that? You need to know <laughs> if you're going to be active on social media and actually most of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Kruno's put, hi to all. How can you plan a six-month content for the client if almost every day is happening something viral and this six-month that could not be relevant anymore? Yes, good point. And, right. Yeah. So yeah. website content is a little bit different to social media content in the fact that there is a lot of questions that are Googled every single day that won't change. So we can research those questions, see what people are searching for, post yeah. content that's relevant to that. We can update it later, but generally speaking, one one blog on that topic is enough for six months. Uh, whereas yeah. social media, considering its relationship, everything's changing. It needs to be a bit more timely. Yeah, and you, and you can still, I mean, there are still a lot of things that people often ask for that you can make as relevant content in your your kind of niche um, that can be evergreen, that can can stay there for long periods of time as well. So it's, yeah, there, there, are, there are ways of doing it. Um, 
uh, who are some of your favorite uh, content creators on the platform on LinkedIn? And don't say me because it's it's super cringe when people say that. So don't say it. You know what? Well, I wasn't going to, but now I feel bad. Good. No, no, don't, <laughs> don't, because it's it's hideous. <laughs> My favorite content creators are more people I'm like quite close to. So it's going to be a little bit awkward if I say them. But um, James Austin, I really, really like. He's uh, just such a darling. Dark, dark, dark guy, dark guy, dark James. Guy, yeah. yeah. He yeah. just he, he writes how he talks and he's he's just a genuine lovely fella through and through. Uh Nikki Martin as well. I really, really love her. She's just a kick butt woman. You can always look to her for a little bit of inspiration. And the networking event that she arranged on Wednesday was incredible. So it was great to meet her in person. She's one yeah. of my favorite content creators, but I have met her, so go nice. me. And uh <laughs> Gareth, I've got a friend called uh Gareth Bone, who's a an accountant. I never, ever thought I'd get on with an accountant because I am a word person. Uh, but he really is the least boring accountant on LinkedIn, and I, I absolutely love that man. Nice. Awesome. Some good shout-outs there. I think, uh, Mia, you said about um, Nikki. I, I got invited to the, the same event, but unfortunately couldn't attend. But I think um, yeah, it's nice that things like that are starting to happen again, that we can actually go out and meet people. Oh, in, in 100%. Just having the excuse. Like, obviously, LinkedIn's been great during the pandemic, but now that we're coming out of it, I'm excited to finally meet some of the people that have been supporting me for months, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird as well, isn't it? How um how those you build those relationships up over time and you get you get such a feel for who someone is through their oh, content. Like that you when you meet the person, it's like you already know them. You you completely know them. It's, we were talking about this. It's like we've had some of our most vulnerable moments, like opening up on on LinkedIn, saying something that we'd never say to anybody's face, and then they'll mention it in conversation and you're just like I can't believe you know yeah, about I that. <laughs> I'm such an oversharer. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the same. It's, uh, but I, I don't think um, necessarily for, I mean, the thing is with social media, you get to draw the line in the sand as to where that, you know, that that line is. And some people are comfortable with it and some people aren't. So it's it's, it's down to the individual to... to it's just funny how it, it's kind of faceless. Like you, you're being vulnerable, but because it's a, a platform and it's not directly to somebody... Sometimes yeah. it's even easier to open up on there, which I think yeah, is, I, yeah. it's, it's like, it's not what you'd expect because you're essentially opening up to, to mechanics, to an algorithm, but it still feels so real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like what um, Eric's just said there as well. Social turns the first handshake into a hug. That's that's beautiful. Oh, dude. That's, I'm going to cry. I didn't prepare for this. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. Um, but don't forget, if you've got any questions for myself or Amy, please pop them down in the comment section. I can see the comment section's fairly alive and vibrant today. We want to keep that comment section rolling as much as we can because we know that more comments equals more views via the algorithm. So <laughs> feed those comments. Feed the LinkedIn feed. Feed the LinkedIn feed. Just keep feeding it. Feed it. <laughs> um what do you love most about the platform well i think i love the fact that it's flown under the radar a little bit so the people on here um to actually get engagement you need to be putting out good content it's not like instagram where once you've established a following you're going to stay that way i feel like you have to be on your top of your game and there has to be new ideas new creativity new stories it's just it's different. It's it's a different style of social media than anywhere else. Yeah, I think I think you've uh, yeah you've kind of hit the nail on the the head there in terms of it and um, in terms of it kind of being I, like I've I've learned so much about 
business for free on this platform that I would have mm -hmm. never learned anywhere else. Um, things that you, you know, I'd have I'd have paid you know tens of thousands of pounds to learn. I've, I've learned for free on this platform, which is, yeah. is phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. While making um, as well. Yeah, 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 just yeah. Well, well, yeah. I mean, I, I've, 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 okay, I've, I've, you know, you, you you end up doing business with people. Um, I, I now have a, a business partner uh, that I've met on the platform, which is Eric, by the way. That I've never, um, I've ne we've never met in real life, and he's now he's now a business partner. It's, it's like, just absolutely it's wild. Just, it's, it's bonkers, absolutely mind blowingly bonkers. Uh, Julius has got a question: How do I go live on LinkedIn? Very good question, Julius. You have to apply for LinkedIn Live access first of all. It's very painful uh, and you don't always get approved and it can take a long time for the approval process. And then once you get access to that, then you can go live using services like StreamYard or Restream and other streaming services are available. <laughs> uh, that's uh, Matt Piper's happens to the best of us. Tell Eric to drive faster next time. Uh, Susan's book, who made it to live? Happy Friday, Captain Video. Captain Video Salute season. Hi, Claire. How you doing, mate? Uh, good stuff. We get lots of comments coming in. Brilliant. The gang is all here. Even Jesmarina. 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 I can never pronounce Jesmarina. the name really. I struggle with long names. I'm terrible with them. Uh, okay. Here we go. Right. Let's carry on then. Uh, so um, this is always a difficult question i think and it's more applicable like social media you're obviously bombarded with so much content on a daily basis for any one piece of content to really kind of stick out i always find is is very hard which means generally it tends to be a good piece of content but can you think of any pieces of content off the top of your head that have really kind of stuck out for you and, and that have sort of stuck in your brain see i think i fall in love with people more than i fall in love with content so it's it's less about a specific piece of content. It's more about the running jokes, like things that you can see running through everybody's posts. Like even James Austin's duck thing, like having something that sticks out in your mind with that one person, it's not about that one post. It's about like almost your brand, like what it is that people think about when they think about you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good uh, good analogy. I think it's how I think I think you build up that picture slowly through your content. Uh, you build up a kind of three dimensional image of of who you are as a as a person, and that takes time mm -hmm. to build. You know, you're never going to kind of do it with one piece of uh, content. Uh, I don't know who this LinkedIn user is, but they've put Nick helped me yesterday on my intro video. So huge thanks for that. Really appreciate it. Whoever that is, make yourself known because because I, I feel bad now because I don't know I don't know who you are because it just says LinkedIn user. <laughs> Well, that's not ideal, is it? No. Uh, Claire's waving the screen. Hi, Claire. <laughs> uh, I've met a lot of people on LinkedIn who have become great friends but never met face to face. Yeah, it's a it's it's a bonkers concept. But uh, Jez, right. yeah, go Jasmine Nara or Jasmine. Okay. Sure. We'll, 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 I'll stick with Jasmine because that's easy to remember. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant stuff. That's a good point. Brand is everything. Yes, yes, it is, Matt. <laughs> um, what one piece of advice would you give to new content creators starting out on the platform? I would say don't rely on something going viral. Just show up, post, be truly who you are, and make some friends. 
because friends really are what this platform is about. If you don't have them, no one's going to want to engage with your content. Simple as that. Yeah, really. yeah I think you're right. It's it's about um, it's about building uh, relationships and and and, um, and the the scale of those how those relationships affect other relationships. It's 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 networking at scale, isn't it? You're building. You're just building up a really good. I, I kind of, uh, I suppose, like a, a solid kind of base of, of mates, and they go out and they they talk about you. So that's exactly how the LinkedIn algorithm works. It's like you've got your connections, your connections have connections, and that's how your post gets out there. So if you yeah. don't have connections and genuine connections with people who are interested in what you're doing, how are you yeah. ever going to succeed at LinkedIn? You're just not. God knows how I got to the point where where. 21,000 odd people want to listen to, to the waffle that comes out. <laughs> I, I still, I still, I'm still baffled by it. I'm still like, how the feck did that happen? Like, what? Maybe like, people like, you know? feel about their own selves when they're just looking at you waffling on. Maybe that's all <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? It's a, it's a, I, I sometimes wake up and I'm like, am I in some sort of weird parallel universe? Like, I, I don't, I don't understand. I just, can't even imagine that many people in a room. Like, that is, that it's, is, it's, um, uh, I, th I think uh, the O2 Stadium, the max capacity of the O2 Stadium is 20,000 people. So you could fill the O2 Stadium, which is, again, flips flips my noodle. Um, uh, LinkedIn user, again, show up be who I'm. Apparently, I'm, a, I'm an attention whore now. Where are those stuff? <laughs> who is this person? Is this the same person that I help with their cover story? Who are you, LinkedIn user? Because I don't, we don't know who you are. Make yourself known. We're doing some really valuable contributions here. We want to thank you to your, to your name. Yeah. Uh, when was the last time I wore a wig? Um, that's a good question. Uh, probably a few weeks ago, I think, the last last piece of content that I did. I've got some new videos coming out next week. I've been a very naughty boy, and I haven't made any new content for quite some time, so I've been very, very busy. So apologies to everyone that I haven't done any new content for, but I promise, I promise, it's coming next week. <laughs> uh, Jess Marines, but because, Nick, you are real and can trust you, that's why people want to engage with you. Yes, I guess there is that. Uh, yes, it is the same person. Who are you? Who is this mysterious entity? Please, if anyone can see who the LinkedIn user is, it, the, 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 the person that's put the comment up on the screen now, anyone else in the comment section, let us know who it is because they're not telling us who they are. They're being very what naughty. What are you doing cover stories with? We need to deduce. I, I don't, yeah. Well, I don't I don't know. I've helped a lot of people with their cover stories recently. So it could be it could be literally anyone. So. <laughs> uh, here we go. Claire's got a question. Thank you, Claire. You always come to my rescue with actually sensible questions. So, um, Claire's put, Amy, what is your favourite format type of content? Now, I am totally biased here, being a little bit of a blog writer, but I absolutely love text. So if there's text formats on posts, if someone's writing, I like to read those. I like to write those. Personally, video is kind of a, a second thought for me. I know Nick doesn't want to hear it. He's giving me daggers. <laughs> but, but I do really, really love text. <laughs> yeah i think i think the, the beauty of the written word haha -ha, see we've got it now kevin's kevin and claire revealed it is david lofthouse we david, know it's you now david <laughs> we know it's you <laughs> my audience is on to you <laughs> uh what was i going to say i've lost my train of thought now um yeah i, I think you're right with them um, with uh i mean the written words so easy and it's very easy to you know it, it takes me sometimes a couple of minutes to produce a written word post which it just 
comes to me in the moment and bosh it's out there and, and it's done whereas a video takes a little bit more planning and preparation to do and what so. i like about words is they can be interpreted in different ways whereas video because it's visual you are you you, you put an interpretation out there it's like what yeah. you're saying is what you're saying whereas with word there's there can be can, like um yeah yeah you can do your puns that sort of thing i'm really into that so yeah, yeah, you can. Uh, I think I just, I, I really like. I've always loved video and the, the sort of art of storytelling and and, and the visual medium because you can, you can do. Obviously, with with words, is is a lot of it's open to interpretation. You can kind of read between the gaps, but with video, I, I guess because I've always just been a. There must be a part of me that has kind of ADHD or something. But as a kid, I was always bouncing off the walls. So mm -hmm. being able to being able to, to create something where you can cram so much energy and information into a small amount of time is, is what I love I think about. What's so funny is that I would describe myself in the same way. I am someone whose imagination runs wild. I cannot sit still but I think that's why words work for me because I have to use my brain to imagine things. Yeah yeah so it gives you I guess it's a it's just a point of focus of sort of taking yeah. everyone has everyone has kind of different mediums that they leverage and use the best I think and obviously for you it's, it's, uh, it's words. <laughs> you say, he's uh, he's laughing now. Uh, I think it's good to have a good mix of content formats to suit different audiences. Yeah, you're right. It, you're absolutely right, Liam. It's um, if you just put out, you know, one one kind of stream of content the whole time, you, you you're you're not going to appeal to a broad cross section of uh, of people. No. Um, uh, <laughs> Stephen Cox is. I'm David Lofthouse, and so is my wife. <laughs> Uh, Edessa's here with an actual proper sensible question. Like I said to you before, my audience is completely stupid, which is why I love them. Uh, but Edessa's, but, um, but Amy, what kind of content do you wish you'd made more of? Brave, brave up, brave up to make. I'm not sure what that means, but I need to brave up to make it. I think um, it's right. video. So <laughs> even just being on this, this is my little branch into video. This is my first podcast, so Yay! I'm hoping you see a lot more of me just talking even though word is my favorite thing written word i will uh be putting out a little bit more video content on linkedin maybe even starting awesome. to do some for clients we, we never know awesome good stuff that's what i like to hear it's um i've had a few people that have, have uh, sort of popped their live cherry with with me which is always good because I, I feel like a sort of proud papa i'm like yeah they came through and they did they did their first live with me so i'm like yes that's you're a true influencer you're influencing me as we go <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, I think let's have a look and see what the time is. Uh, I think actually we'll, we'll have what I'll do one more question and then we'll move on to the quick fire and um, move the kids around. So um, we talked about this before we went live, but obviously LinkedIn's added um, creator mode now. Um, mm -hmm. And I was saying to you, I think I think the reason they've done that is more for LinkedIn's benefit in that they can anyone that's enabled creator mode, they can go through and then they've got a subset of people that they know are potentially content creators. Um, so they can take those people and start building kind of more one to one relationships with them. Um, and content is is one of the biggest driving forces on the on the platform at the moment to kind of bring people onto it. Would you say that question again? Sorry, you cut out. Um, yeah, so we talked we talked about uh, creator mode, didn't we? Um, mm -hmm. and how how LinkedIn's obviously enabled it, um, and I, I was just wondering how you feel about because obviously LinkedIn kind of started off as a CV site and it's sort of it's slowly moved over to a social media um, site and it is a full fledged social media site now. Do you think um, one? Do you think LinkedIn needs more content creators, and do you think they're a large driving force? 
you know, on the on the platform? Do you want to see more of them, basically? Oh, 100%. There isn't enough of them. I think you can get so much value just from being a little bit of a lurker and consuming content and building relationships. But ultimately, the way that people remember you and they stay in contact with you is when they see your posts. Because if you, you can't message everybody. If you want to build like a substantial amount of connections without having to, to be on your phone 24-7, being um, available for messages, the best way is to build your brand and put content out there, definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's nice to see, I think, um, content creators finally kind of being recognized, uh, you know, for, for being a large component and, and not just content creators, original content creators, because um, one thing, as my audience will know, that really boils my piss is people that take existing viral content from other oh. platforms, post it on LinkedIn and then get a crap ton of engagement without crediting the original content creator. That makes me super like to the point of like, you know, hulking out and ripping my shirt crazy. But on the bright side, you've just got to think like success isn't just me measured in terms of engagement. The likelihood yeah. that you've got any business yeah. from that is so ridiculously slim. So yeah. at least yeah, yeah. There's that, there is that comeuppance. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Uh, I, I, I truly believe that the universe requires balance at all times. So I think there's a, there's a, there's a trade-off with that sort of stuff. Okay, right, here we go. We're going to move over to my other camera angle. Oh, here we go. Here we go. And my, my camera's, just for you, Matt, my camera's actually working today. I remember to plug it in. I stuck a post-it note on my camera just to remind myself to plug the power in because I'm that much of a doofus. Right. <laughs> Okay, here we go. What is your favourite film? Oh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, classic. Brooklyn Kooky, absolutely perfect. Yeah, I, th I think uh, I think I'm, I I got my daughter to watch that a few years ago, and it proper creeped her out. So maybe we might revisit. I think she watched about ten minutes of it. She's like, no, it's too it's too scary. She has to. <laughs> Gonna take, gonna gaffer tape it down to the chair and put matchsticks in her eyes. You will it. watch this, Tim. <laughs> um, what is your favourite movie quote? Oh, stop trying to make fetch happen, Mean Girls. Oh, nice. Like it. It's nice. so relevant because whenever anyone's trying to make anything happen in the office, it's stop trying to make it happen. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, okay, this is probably the most. I was. I was put this one in here. It's probably the most important question: Star Trek or Star Wars? I could easily live without both, but I have a real soft spot in my heart for Chris Pine, so it has to be Star Trek. Oh. I'm so sorry. I I just love that man. He's so handsome. So. <laughs> I, I, to be fair, I do like uh, the Star Trek reboot that they did, only because. Um, I think in every single film that they've done so far, they've used a Beastie Boys track. And I think there's one one of the films, I think it may be the second one or third one, where they actually wipe out an invading fleet of starships with a uh, with um Beastie Boys sabotage track. They just play music on the stereo and it makes the what ship. What like, for? Why are you being is, so which is, which is which is completely amazing, to be fair. <laughs> but still Star Wars. <laughs> um first film you remember seeing as a kid. It's the toss-up between Chicken Run and The Jungle Book. Ooh, I love Chicken Run. That's uh, it's um, 
it's a remake of the great escape i think isn't it pretty much that as a little seven-year-old would i <laughs> no no mel, mel gibson does the uh does the voice i think of the of the main um chicken i think if, I, if i'm correct isn't there a bit in it where they're, they're flying like um one of the chicken coops like takes off and they're like flying it out of the out of the the kind of pen thing at the end of it if oh i can right. remember it was a chicken with a pearl necklace <laughs> <laughs> with a pearl necklace. Yeah, the, yeah, doing doing knitting. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember. I remember. Um, what is your uh favorite genre of movies if you have one? Ooh, I'm a sucker for animated films just because I don't really have the emotional capacity for anything else. <laughs> have you seen uh um oh god, what's the new Disney one? Ryan uh, Dragon. No, it's um it's uh is it is it uh do you know is it the the one with the the um uh the kids like a little sea creature type thing no, I haven't. it's on it's on disney plus um i've been watching it. I've, I've watched it probably about 10 times already because my son absolutely loves it i think it's called if anyone knows what the name is i think it's called juno but they've been right under the radar like they just haven't got any hype at all oh have you seen uh have you seen uh cruella yeah no, again, that's another one I need to see. But oh, it's animated. It's irrelevant. It is. It's not. It's not. Yeah, it's not animated. But it is it is one of the best uh, origin stories I've seen in in years. And how they kind of wrap and weave the the original kind of um, uh, backstory from Hunter Wonder. It, it's beautiful. It's so I've well done. Good things. I have heard good things. That's on my list. Really yeah, it's it's really well worth a watch. Um, favorite actor or actress, if you have one. Um, or I'm in love with Taron Egerton. So Kingsman, Eddie the Eagle, Rocket Man. He's oh yeah, he's, he is pretty cool. Yeah, although we style. don't we don't mention uh, Robin Hood because that was fecking dreadful. That was the I, worst. I haven't seen it. Was it. Terrible. Don't no. watch it. It is two hours of your life you will never get back. It is the worst film in the entire history no. of movies. It will stop me fancying him though, probably won't it? So I'll I'll just leave yeah. it. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, Luca, David Lofthouse has put Luca. Yes, good man. I, I thought that was the uh, name there. Yes, Kingsman is is uh, is flipping amazing. And I have worked personally with Elton John. I'm just throwing that one out there. Oh. So yeah, I, no, you. not once name drop. Not once name drop. But <laughs> <laughs> just this once. <laughs> um, who is your favourite uh, director? Oh, it's got to be Tim Burton. It's got to be. After Disney's James and the Giant Peach and The Nightmare Before Christmas, like, oh, incredible. Do you, do you like that kind of stop motion animation type type stuff then? I just think it's so different. Like, you can tell when a Tim Burton film is a Tim Burton film, whereas with some drama directors, there's there's just no mark of them on the film. Yeah, he's, he's very um, he's very much in the sort of Altair uh, space. I, I really um, we saw an exhibition of his in Paris, I think, a few years ago. And it was it was beautiful. Some of the old uh, models in there they used for. I think he actually did. Um, uh, no, I'm wrong. I was going to say I thought he did some of the character designs for um, for uh, Ursula uh, hmm. in the Little Mermaid, but I'm completely wrong. I'm, I'm getting mixed up. He didn't. Um, but my favourite Tim Burton movie is uh, Edward Scissorhands. It's my oh, favourite. Oh, classic. Such, yeah, it's it's such a. I just love that whole kind of sort of 1950s kind of shtick, um, and the fact that it's got. I think it was the last film that um, uh, Vincent Price, one of the last films that Vincent Price was in as well. So, are you I'm sure happy. it's just that you don't fancy uh, Young Johnny Depp? Uh, and and young Johnny Depp as well. I mean, young young Johnny Depp was pretty smoking hard, to be fair. Oh. <laughs> um, 
Uh, most hated film of all time. Everyone's oh, got one. Did you see A Simple Favour with Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick? Uh, no, but but I feel like I shouldn't help. It's atrocious. Like, literally, there's about five twists at the end. You don't know what's going on. It's It was a waste of my life. I, I'm still angry. I should demand a refund for that cinema ticket. <laughs> right. It, you had it first. Do not watch that movie. <laughs> Give it a miss. Uh, awesome, mate. You've been uh, you've been a fantastic guest. See, it, there you go. We've done it. We've done Stop. it. See, see? Popped Easy my live cherry. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. You have been amazing. You guys out there in comment land have been even more amazing. And David Lofthouse, if you come to my live next week, you will display your name, young man. You little snarky man. <laughs> Take care, guys. Uh, have a fantastic rest of the Friday, a brilliant weekend, and we'll see you next week. See you later. Bye.